Andil. Because you couldn't come to studio, I made you wait. Oh, really? Yeah, you know? Yeah, I'm that type. I'm that kind of guy. I'll take it. I'll take it. Good evening to you. (laughs) Good evening to you, Ram. Are you well, my darling? I'm okay. I'm okay, my brother. I'm all right. Thank you so much, man, for joining. I'm so sorry about the accident. Hey, dude. I hope you're good. Yo, no. I'll be good. No damage or serious damage was done. Okay, that that's yeah. ve- that's very important. Yeah. yeah. Do you still okay. si- do you still sing? Hmm? Do you still sing? Do you still do music? Do we still sing? Uh if you pay me enough money, <laughs> yeah, I sing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not looking for a private singer. You know, Maggie, I'm just. <laughs> <Maggie Malu's about. laughs> well. No. Um, I was going to say that I, I did a song, actually, uh, with uh, a friend, two songs, with mm. a friend who, one, one of the girls who passed on with Akumzi. Um, and so the debate has been to release the song, and we eventually decided, no, it's too soon, you know. Yeah. Uh, families, all of us are still grieving, so let's, let's let it go. So it's a born and experience. Okay. But for the purposes of this conversation, I'm going to introduce you properly. You know, stop pretending as if we pray. Let me speak to you as a guest on this show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Andy Lechai is South African quiet or singer and songwriter, sexual rights campaign and television presenter, best known as the host of SABC One docu-reality series Kumbulekaya since 2006. 12 years, guys. 12 years. Born in Soweto. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been in the music scene since uh, her early 20s, releasing albums in South Africa and a single with BMG Records. Her outgoing uh, nature was a natural fit for developing friendships with musicians, performers, and footballers. In fact, one musician that got to like Andile and the first song she did was Humor Sikela. Damn, he used to like doing that on stage. You used to love that thing. So, when th- this is my introduction of you. How would you introduce yourself to a stranger? If somebody asked you, who are you really? How do you tell people who you are? I'd be like, hey, hello, my name is Andy Rechali. Sometimes me ready, sometimes me green, <laughs> but always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think the titles are there, I guess, because we do what we do. But for me, it's just, you know, the pride of being South African, being born on this land and you know, contributing in this lifetime, whatever it is that I'm here to bring. And so my introduction is that of a humanitarian, somebody who just can't uh, see things, you know, happening, injustices, and not do anything about it. Um, and I know that, you know, people know more about the work I do with sexual violence, but um, there's other interests too, including food security, you know, um, seeing a non-GMO South Africa. So... Yeah. So do do all these things that you do, I mean you wear million heads, do they do they pay enough for you to buy bread? <laughs> this is South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um but that's why you need to be strategic about the way that you do things. Especially for someone like myself. Um Social social responsibility or even initiatives are still seen in South Africa as you know, yeah, we we, we Mother Teresa, social worker, you don't deserve to get paid. Yeah. You do that, you know, from the goodness of your heart because you must give back to society. 
but for me, it doesn't work like that. I'm, I'm a healer, and so if I'm going to spend my time uh, with someone, um, that time has to be compensated somehow to a point that even when I do donate my time, um, as much as there's no, there wouldn't be any kind of financial gain, there will be gain in some other ways because I believe in, in the law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. The energy going in, the energy must come back. Brilliant. Must be left. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That resonates yeah. with me. So, yeah. in the little that you make from time to time, <laughs> do you get to save? Do you, get any, do you save a specific percentage of what you make? I mean, I think because you know we're we're artists, you know, you get lump sum when you make it when you're making that you know amount, whatever it is. You know, for instance, now it's December, we don't get a thirteenth check, so you have to. The smart thing is to always pay yourself, um, and so as much as I won't be able to do it um, every month the way that I like, because also in black text, you know, around hey. me, yes, um, all around me, so. Um, when I do get a lump sum for sure, before I give whoever I need to give, there's something that needs to go somewhere for Andy. I hear you. I hear you. So on Fame and Fortune, we're joined by Andy Lechai Lissiwi. By the way, in 2001, she was working at YFM when she had a young woman call in and threaten to commit suicide because she had been sexually abused. This incident was a catalyst for Andile uh, to speak out about her own abuse in the mm-hmm. hope of helping other young people seek treatment. And today she's the face of this big fight against of, of uh, gender-based violence. I, I, you, mm. you do amazing stuff, my dear. But, but I speak to you also because, you know, sadly, you, we call you that thing that we call a famous person, a celebrity. So yeah, that's that's yeah. part of what we do here. So in, in your mm. view... Uh, is fame related to fortune? Do they follow one another? They should. Mm-hmm. In an ideal world, yeah. that's exactly what needs to happen because this is the thing about at least my understanding of what um, a special person is or a celebrity or a somebody who we put on a pedestal, somebody who's different, I guess. We put them, we say they're different you know, than the rest of us who might be whatever, medical doctor, soccer player, whatever, but if you're famous, Guba, you know, there's this um, this platform that you get put on. Mm. And I, I feel like um, in order to be effective in that, because what I've found, some of the, the great, famous, and effective people around the world, it's people who are gifted. It's people who over above their gifts who go through the hardships of life, the scars, Everything so that they can come and then share that then that info with us. I'm not talking about you did a, a COVID advert yesterday, today you're famous. No, I'm talking about somebody that is going to shift the paradigm of where they are. Somebody that's going to get to a place and when you look back, it's like, okay, if I wasn't here, if I didn't do that, this would not have happened. So mm. those things definitely should go hand in hand because like I say, one more time, it's energy. What you give, and a lot of the time, a lot of the times, those people like you, you talk about my story. For me to even start my foundation, I needed to extend myself and not be afraid of being vulnerable and naked in front of, of South Africa. That not only helps others heal, but helps me heal, and and in turn through everything else that I then do, um, take care of my bank account. Wow, you almost sound like a politician. You're becoming good at this. <laughs> have you been? Have you ever been broke? 
No, not in the recent past, hey. <laughs> let's say let's let, let, let's say since since you 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 broke into into the scene of of, of public space. Have you ever been broke? Yeah. Yes, I have. Oh my oh <laughs> when I used to sing <laughs> You know, that's where for me this whole question that you're asking me about fame and fortune, that's where it breaks my heart because also, that's why there'll be um, lines like, you know, a struggling artist or artists are, are tortured souls. Mm. Because while we love to get into that space of creativity and, you know, giving what you came here to give, you also easily get lost in, oh, who booked me? How much exactly <laughs> do they put in there? Okay. And how much of that is my, you know what I mean? We and I struggled with that a lot uh, when I first started music. Let, let, let me interrupt you. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. go broke, so I'm going to take a break and get some <laughs> money. I'll come back just now. <laughs> it's, it's a very rude thing, Andy, to interrupt somebody who's trying to tell you how broke they've been. No, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so, so. At one of the points when things were really bad, how did you get it, get yourself out of it? Sure. By, I guess, uh, not living beyond my means, mm. you know. Because my mom taught me this. My mom did this to me. I mean, I'm a first uh, daughter. So every time I would want to go sleep over at a friend's house or whatever, um, even though she knew that we'd be taken care of for the weekend, I'd always have a hundred grand that is there somewhere because that's her. And she says, the day that you go out on a date, you don't just go there. Or even with your friends. What if, you know, something happens and you can't come home? So I understand the value of, of money and how to utilize it. Mm. And that for me also, money is an energy. So for instance, I, I never put my bag on the ground. I just, I don't know. Is, I, I, is this thing true? I've been hearing about this thing for the last five to six years, maybe. Yo, I've been doing it for as long as I remember. I it's true. It works for me. Okay. Because you're respecting the energy. It's because money is energy. You can't walk around without even 10 rand of, of, of pay, uh, 10 rand to pay parking. Yeah. Because when you, once you do that, then your, your, your space is all about lack. But you don't have a physical relationship, physical touch with your money. For me, that's a problem. It's plastic every day, everywhere. Mm. So you see the numbers, but you don't have a relationship with it. So the numbers come in and then they go as soon as they come in. But when you have that, when your money knows you, your money must know you. Now that you have such a very respectable relationship with money, mm. I, I almost assume that you, you will tell me you don't spend money badly. But... Even with that, even with that, I'm sure you yeah. have an extravagance. I'm sure there is this one thing on which say, on which you, you just shoes. lose sight. Shoes, baby. Shoes, baby. Shoes. <laughs> shoes. Yes, I love shoes. So it's that. And and also, I love to go away. That's my favorite thing to do in Clarine. And sometimes it feels like an extravagance, but it's not because I like to go to places I've never been you know, learn a little bit of whatever, eat something I've never had. So, and and those for me, though, are rewards, you know, when yeah. I've done 
stuff, then I can do that. Who's born? Who's born? I'm finally who's born. I'm thinking, I'm going to see the seven to six to see she and the mad list. No. It's a bad news. See, she and the mad list. So, uh, you, you look back, I mean, it's it's been... Well, 12 years when, when, when you started Kumbuleka, you were singing before then. It's been many years. I, I know I met you 21 years ago, to be specific, and you're already on the scene. When you look back at all this time, would you say you've made it? I think I have. Yeah, hmm. I think I have. I mean, in terms of uh, longevity and what, what, you know, yeah. some of the content, but overall... I, I feel like, especially now, right now, November, so. Yes. I feel like I've just, I, I, I've, I've, you know, the tipping point? Mm-hmm. Do you know that book? I feel like I've just tipped over another point, um, which then, because Kumbhaka is amazing, and I love that space, and I respect that space, and it's afforded me all these platforms, and at the same time, it's afforded me my own healing. And I've learned so much, Guyo, that it's also allowing me to do other things, you know, that, that you know, will impact even more people and also help me on my journey. So, yeah, I've made it, but I feel like I'm still beginning. Ah, so you make it in phases. Mm. I see, mm. I see. You know, one of the worst things that happen uh, in the industry of entertainment is that people die poor in spite of how much money they made during the time they lived. If, yeah. if you were to walk into a room of entertainers, of peers, what is the one thing you would tell them about taking care of their fortune while they are famous? You know, for me at least, the, the one thing you can do for yourself, because unfortunately for us, our, our industry is very erratic. with the retrenchments that are about to happen at SEDC. All of us, you know, are, are like on center hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's mostly the life of, of, of an artist, you know, mm-hmm. is that. So for me, at least the one thing that I think was a good idea to do for myself was to get myself property, you know, um, because then that's an asset and I, and I can leverage off of that. I can do all these other things. So instead of the expensive guys, you know, or, you know, also where you come from. I love what happened to Mandoza as much as it was painful and it was not a great time for him where he lost things and he went back home. Yeah. He had built his mom a house. Had he not done that, Yeah. So it's those things to know that, you know, you you're standing on, on, on the shoulders of giants and that okay, fine, you're famous, you're making all this money. Don't spend it on I'm a daughter. My thing is just, you know, say, because we don't know that rainy day. We want a younger Kumbulekaya just now, you know, and so what's going to happen? So have those things. Have your medical aid. We are cool. You know, we are going to be listening to this kind You know, have your savings. Uh, no, with the market, all these matrix accounts, all these things. Yeah, yeah, you know. This question is it always elicits the same answer from male celebrities. I never get yeah. much from female celebrities, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Has uh, love ever cost you money? 
relationship you 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 relax you're in that space and for me love is love whatever you define that as mm. uh, money money is a sad reason for folks to not be together or be apart right because of money so you know the sun is shining on you and not so much on them yeah for me i feel like that's why you are there you know especially if you're building and you know each other to assist each other but unfortunately, we are not all Christian. No, we are, we are not all <laughs> kind people. <laughs> so some people take advantage of that. And I must say, that's my that's my new disappointment yeah. that I started seeing a year or two ago of guys that guys who deliberately are now looking out for women so that you know that that's exciting. So yeah, money has cost me. So one last question. I mean, love, Love has cost me, huh? One last question. So mm-hmm. you you came into our lives about twenty five years ago. So we know you. You Andy, you there? We see you on our screens. <laughs> and sense. we and then we we know the the, the the thing that then comes into our minds that Ukraine mm, and and it should be okay. So I'm gonna ask the question uh, that says, Have you made in everything that you've earned? that you've spent and, and it doesn't matter where it went to, whether it went to love or travel or, or any other investment, have you made your first one million US dollars? Oh my God, why would it be US dollars, <laughs> damn it? Well, Rent, we're trying yes. to talk proper money here, Andilene. Yeah, no, damn it, okay. <laughs> you're made a weird move on your seven. No, I did, I did, you know. Okay, and, and I like your, your, I don't know if you specify, I like your question because it doesn't matter where it went. Yeah. But yeah, I did, I did. But I want to also add a disclaimer. I, a, a few years ago, I, I, I wrote a proposal that made me that uh, that amount of money. But I'll say me because I wrote the proposal. But in fact, that money uh, saved or helped uh, about 40, 35 families a month, every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wow. What I do. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you this. Now that you've been a, a guest on Fame and Fortune, your next mm-hmm. $1 million won't take you too long to get to. It's just around Please, the corner. Don't go to the new one. Don't go to the new one. Don't go to the new one. You're a special woman. I love your energy. I love your work. You're a great, no, great I person. I love you. Do, do, your, do your listeners know how much I love you? You know, uh-huh. I know you do. So I wanna wanna. I mean, I know you do. And for that, I'm grateful. And you must get well soon. And before the year ends, we'll have coffee. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great evening.